Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. As Amy well knows, I am super fired up about this topic. I get so um, incensed about these these predatory scams. And unfortunately, Amy, I think in the in, at least in the last few weeks, we've seen a lot of them. Yeah, we have. And what's interesting is you brought one to my attention and we talked about doing a show and we did do a show sometime back about different kinds of scams in the industry, what to watch out for, how to protect yourself. And so we kind of had a conversation like, okay, has there been enough time? Do we have something new to say? And then it was crazy. All of a sudden we're seeing more. You know what I mean? We, We had somebody else email us about it. So all of a sudden it's like this one kind of brought this surge of scams again to our attention. So yeah. I'm so glad that you got that that original email was sent to you because we were able to stay ahead of it. Well, and I'm going to also ask Amy, uh, I'm going to ask you to to dissect that or that email that I had this author send me because I think it was uh, Amy's observations on it were really interesting. But let's talk about this just kind of in a in a in a in, in a Uh, let's take a 30,000 foot view at this topic. So here's basically what's happening. There are a lot of predatory, there's always been an an element of predatory stuff in publishing. There's probably a better word for it that I'm not landing on. So any of our listeners, feel free to email me and go, hey, Penny, learn English. Um, But (laughs) there's always been some kind of a... uh, scammy element to publishing. And a lot of it is because, you know, predators, scammers, they like to prey on your dreams, which is to me, one of the most vile things that I think you can do to an author. Um, I had an author years ago, and this was actually when I was first in business. So this predatory stuff isn't new. It's just that the reason that we wanted to do a show on it is we feel like it's really ramped up. Um, and this author said to me, he said, I have an agent, but I don't really know what the agent is doing for me because I haven't gotten an update, but he sure is willing to cash my $700 checks every month. So basically this author was sending this agent $700 to rep his book. And, and honestly, what's, what's the incentive for the agent, right? I mean, that's an easy $700 where you can go, you know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's no, there's no, the incentive for somebody to set, let me just start with this because I realize I'm talking in circles because this really infuriates me. The incentive for somebody to sell your book at to television as a series or as a movie or whatever, or to Broadway, right? Um, is that they do the work and they only reap the benefits when they sell something. That's kind of the whole point, right? Yeah. Um, and there is just, I mean, so we had an author, um, this author most recently, who also emailed us and she said she was actually working with a, a an actual PR firm, which shall remain nameless, Um and the PR firm was also taking her money to sell her book as a screenplay. And they made up some 
fictitious name of somebody who works at Amazon, which I'm sure Amazon would be very pleased to hear this, and said, oh, I'm working with such and such at Amazon. And actually what's interesting is um, this person was is a very well-known character on a TV show, right? So they didn't even really get creative about the name, right? Right. And she wrote us and she said, I'd really like to work with you, but I'm worried because I keep sending these people money and I don't hear from them on my, my, my movie deal with Amazon. Like that just made me want to throw my computer out the window. Uh huh. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, and, and, you know, I'll tell you something. The first warning sign in this case is that they wanted money. And, and listen, guys, I realize that this is like, you want your book turn, you know, to be this multi-million dollar movie. You want to walk the red carpet. I get it. We're in the middle of award season. You want to get an award. You like all the reaping, all the benefits of laboring as you did over this book, but the process of going from book to movie as anybody who is ethically in this business will tell you it's a long process and you never have to pay up front to get your book. Could you imagine? I mean, no, it is just like the craziest thing. So I forwarded this email to Amy from this original author who wrote me and she's, cause she asked me, she was actually one of my students at, at, at a class I taught a publishing class I taught at NYU and she's darling. And we've stayed in touch for years, but um, she wrote me and she's like, Hey, what do you think about this deal? And then she went and researched it and found that this guy is a scammer, right? But smart of her to, to go in and research it. So I forwarded this email to Amy, which by the way, was actually very well written, but there were some warning signs within this email. Amy, do you want to talk, talk about what you sort of spotted and came back to me? And I was like, Oh my gosh, we have to do a show on this. Yeah, I agree with you, Penny. The email was very well written. The person yeah. definitely spent their time crafting the message that they were going to send to authors. So it did not, at face value, just based on the email alone and how they explained what they do, did not seem scammy. Because a lot of the scams sound a little scammy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, when you look at the actual email, one, this person was using a Gmail account. Um, that's really not going to happen in this industry. They are going to be using a company email. Somebody that actually has real connections within the film industry is not going to be using a Gmail account. Right. It was really problematic for me that they didn't really have an official email signature. So there was no website. There was no access to previous works, reviews. You know, there should be something there. Somebody that works for a real company that does real business in any industry is going to have an email signature that proves that to you, you know, and not that scammers can't create a nice looking website, but that is next level. So we definitely, you know, there are ways to protect yourself at different levels, but no website, no email signature with any information, huge red flag. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, as Penny mentioned, there's a lot of money in the film and TV industry, you know, so anybody that's doing this legitimately is not going to be piecemealing their business together with a Gmail account, no signature. You know what I mean? Your book is not going to skyrocket both of you, you know, in, into success. Like that is just really not how this goes, you know? And then Penny and I talked about the more people brag, usually the less they have to brag about. Yeah. You know, so the guy you mentioned, 
like the guy saying like, oh, I have connections here. I'm, I'm talking to Fox Nation. I'm talking to Netflix. I'm talking to this person over at Amazon. People that really do this for a living don't do that. They don't name drop. No. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they, they don't name drop. Their business is that kind of networking. That's what they do every single day. So they don't throw things like that around just to impress people. They don't well, need to. Quite literally all, what they do. Right. And it's also because they ca- actually can't name drop, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> That's part of the, that's part of kind of the ethical, that's, that's sort of like, if we talk about some celebrity authors that we've worked with have, were featured on our website, but in some cases we've done work that has been anonymous and that is, that is their right to ask that. And it is, and it is our duty to protect that. Um, so people who legitimately have those connections and who are working those connections, they don't want you to know who they are. Right. Because it's also sort of competitive. It's like, so let's say yeah. hypothetically that your book goes out for like a bidding war or something. Right. And oh my gosh. And everybody wants it, you know, um, you know, literary film agent, whatever over here is not going to say, Hey, uh, I'm looking at, you know, Paramount for that blah, blah, because then you're going to run to the next person and go, well, this person's pitching Paramount and blah. I mean, it's just, that's just not how the industry works. The other thing to consider too, to Amy's point about the next level, like the website and stuff, what these people are looking for. So what these scammers are looking, it's kind of like, Amy, do you remember the Nigerian Prince emails? Do you remember those? <laughs> yes. Right. Do you know that there was a thing on 60 Minutes that those emails make, I want to say like $3 million a year. Like Americans send $3 million a year to these Nigerian scam prints, like literally. Oh my God. It's so crazy, right? Yeah. It's so crazy. These scammers work this way. They cast the net wide. They know that you know, 95% of the people that get those emails are not going to respond or are going to call their bluff. It's that all they need is they need just one fish to take the bait. That's it. Mm -hmm. And that person is generally not going to look for a website. They're not going to look for reviews. They're just so excited that somebody likes their book. And let's face it, a lot of what, a lot of what motivates authors and I completely get that as an author, is we want people to like our book. Liking mm-hmm. our book is a certain amount of validation that all the time that we spent on the book was not completely wasted, right? Um, and so that's what they feed on. They feed on this, they want their, they want their product, they want their book to be to be liked. And so, you know, that's they figure that they're gonna, if they anchor just one and they get this money, mm-hmm. like this author who's sending this. PR company. I mean, I, they should really be ashamed. I, I don't, it's all I can do. Like Amy and I kind of went back and forth on this. It's all I can do not to email this agent agency and go, you should really be ashamed of yourself. I mean, but right. You know, then they'll, uh, who knows? Like, I, I just, I don't need that much drama. I, I this is like 2024 is like my no drama year. Right. So, <laughs> I, but at the same time, I mean, there's just there's just so much of this stuff that you have to be you have to be wildly careful. The problem yeah. also exists too. And we saw this. So we had a situation where um a, a scammer, like a scammer wrote us about something, and um somebody on the team opened the email and 
what that does is because they know that the email has been opened, it opens the doors. You become easy bait for these people. So the more that you respond, so if you respond once and ask for more information, you've now opened the floodgates. Like, I don't know how these people all communicate with each other. Maybe it's all in the dark web. I don't know. I don't even know what the dark web is, to be honest. (laughs) Right. Um, The dark web sounds intriguing, but also really scary. Like, I don't ever want to be on the dark web. I think that's a fair bet. But, but that, you know, it does open the floodgates and we've seen this just in our own business. Um, right. which is why, like when you see scam emails, like, oh, you know, blah, blah, whatever. And they're, there's, they seem so authentic. Some of these emails just seem like you really have to take, like you've sent me emails before, Amy, where you're like, is this real? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Especially when they spoof um, entities that you are actively involved with, you know, yeah. so Scammers will spoof your website hosting company or your email hosting company or things like that, or your accounting company, things like that, where they know they do know enough about your business to where they get really smart with who they choose to spoof in order to get that foot in the door. So it, you have to be very careful. But, right. you know, you this cold, I mean, as much as how exciting as it is to get interest in your book. Movie and TV deals are not happening because of cold emails. No. So I think that is the number one as intriguing, as an, as exciting as it could be. Even if you're like, this is probably a scam, but I really want to read it because, you know, what if, like, like Penny said, don't open it. You know, you're not going to get a movie deal from a cold email. And to right. Penny's point with other agency, you know, that's another, that's a different side of this to look out for. You know, if somebody is offering everything under the sun in terms of marketing and PR services, and then also throws in, you know, TV deals, that's also highly suspect. Yes. You know, working with in film, in TV, working with options, pitching, that is a very specialized skill set with very specialized connections. Like this is not something that people just wake up one morning and decide to do. Right. You know, and that's why we're very honest when authors reach out to us and say, we're really interested in that. We full stop. We don't do that kind of work. You know, that is not what our focus is. You need to find an agent. You need to, you know, there are steps if you are really serious about it, but going with the firm because they put it under their bulleted list of services. If you are really serious about you know, don't be spending money because they put that bullet list, that bullet on their list that they do TV and uh, film options. That's be very careful with that. Well, and the other piece of this, though, too, is, is that when an author comes to me during a consultation call and they're like, can you pitch this to Reese Witherspoon for her, you know, consi- you know, consideration, her book club or, you know, movie deal, series, whatever. It's like, it takes a it takes a lot of work to get to the point where, I, I, you know, can it happen that Reese Witherspoon stumbles on a yet unpublished book or a book that's been sitting on Amazon with one review? Maybe, but the mm-hmm. likelihood of that happening is pretty minimal. So generally, when a book is picked up, by, you know, is when a book is, you know, sold it as a series or a movie, or it's picked up by somebody who has interest in selling it, this book has already built a head of steam, meaning that you have reviews, it's probably been out for a while. Right. And not to kind of 
divert this conversation into let's talk about what it takes to get a movie deal. But I think that having the expectation right out of the gate that your book is movie worthy. And, you know, and again, I talk to authors all the time where they like, my friends say this should be a movie. It's like, well, that's great. But the process of going from, I just published a book and put it up on Amazon to my book is now a movie is a really long process. And not to discourage you, but it also involves hard work and reviews. I mean, I don't know if there has ever been a single movie deal or book series that has been turned, you know, book that's been turned into a series that has come from a book that's been sitting on Amazon with one little sad review. Right? No, I think, yeah, I think you're very right, Penny. And I think it's important that you bring this up because the movie film TV option also can be very distracting. And we see that a lot with authors that come to us that have been working on that. And they're not doing all the things that you really need to do if at some point you want to get to that level. You know, so as you said, the book with the sad one review, but they're just banking on the fact that everybody that they've talked to loves their book, but they've got no real confirmation of that in terms of presence or within their genre or any sort of buzz in the market that the book is really actually worthy of that aside from, you know, your, your personal friends pumping you up. That's, that's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that, that to have, you know, if you're, if you're goal setting, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, you know, this is so discouraging. Don't, don't let this discourage you at all. But if you're goal setting and your ultimate goal is to have Reese be your BFF and contact you and turn this into a Hulu series or whatever, or, you know, whatever, um, know that there are a lot of steps to that pathway preceding that. And there are no shortcuts to this kind of a thing, which is kind of where, just to go back to these predators, which is kind of where they come in, right? Is they want to offer you a shortcut. Everybody loves a shortcut. Do shortcuts work? Generally, no, right? Um, most of the time that there's, there's, I mean, sometimes shortcuts work, but most of the time there's a lot of hard work that kind of precedes that. So the only thing we can say is don't fall for it. But I would, I would also encourage you if you've gotten one of these, we'd love to know about it because we're always trying to stay, um, ahead of this just because we get, um, we just, we get a lot of authors that come to us. Like we said, these, these two in particular, Mm -hmm. And more as time has gone on that have said, you know, I got this email. I have somebody interested in the movie rights and blah, blah, blah. And Amy, like you said, it's a huge distraction because an author gets an email like that. And what happens is they engage like this author with this PR firm. They she was, She's sending them money every month. I don't know how much, but it's probably not a small amount. And right. this is now preventing her from doing her the other work that she needs to be doing. Right. And Penny, can we mention real quick, and I know we covered this in our last scamming one, but it's it's related to this. So I think it's worth noting is that there are also a lot of scams out there where people will reach out to authors offering to turn their books into a screenplay, into oh. a script, because they they play that up as that's your next step. You know? But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. So much money. And I can tell you right now, you are no closer to getting a movie or TV deal because you have that. Again, that's just not how that works.
Yeah. So be very careful of those kind of, you know, baby step scams as well. Cause yeah. people will capitalize on that. Like you have a great book. You should really let me turn it into a script so you can start pitching for movie deals. It'll only cost you $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, generally speaking, I, I would, I think to the best of my knowledge and correct me if I'm wrong, most of the major book to movie book to TV were picked up. They, the interest started before there was even a screenplay. So oh, absolutely. The screen, the they screenplay. want to work with their what? Oh, I'm just saying they want to work with their own writers. They've got teams. You know yeah. what I mean? They are not. <laughs> that is not going to mean anything to them. You know, they want the concept. They will write it the way they feel it needs to be written. Well, you know? but the other piece this is a big machine. <laughs> it's a big machine. But the other thing to consider too is that they also don't want like you said, like a screenplay writer, they don't want external people involved in this process. They want to control the process, which makes absolute sense. If you're trying to get, a, you know, if you're running a production company, you have your own people. So, yeah, you know, if you want to spend your time writing a script, turning your book into a screenplay, then, and, you, and you've done everything else, you've done all your marketing, you know, and there's nothing else for you to do, then knock yourself out. <laughs> Right. But in almost every case, they're going to take that and rewrite it. So, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, um, I think that's, I think we've covered everything. I know, I, I I hope this didn't sound like a lecture. I just get so, this makes me really mad when, when this happens to authors. And I know a lot of authors have fallen for it and it's been, it's very discouraging to, um, and there are people out there that are pretending to be Netflix. There are people out there that are pretending to be Amazon yeah. Prime. So sometimes it's hard to distinguish who is ethical and who is just being a loser. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so, um, and I'm super excited because I think I want to say that this, um, this show is going to hit after my ebook is live. Um, speaking of books to movies, no, just kidding. Um, and (laughs) letting you all know that the print book, is going to hit um, February 14th. So the print book is waiting on Amazon. It's waiting in the wings and it's coming out two weeks after the, uh, two weeks after the ebook. So I'm really excited and I'm excited about the buzz that this book has already gotten and people are seem to really love it. So um, if you advanced purchased your copy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we are doing um, some more promos around the print books, so definitely keep your eye on that. This has been such a fun show to um, to do. I mean, fun, you know, cautionary tale to authors. We hope you love our shows, and and if you do um, love the podcast or have any you know great feedback for us, by all means, let us know. And we love reviews wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.